Welcome to part three of Health System CIO's interview with Kristen Myers, Senior VP of IT at Mount Sinai Health. In this segment, Myers talks about why she believes critical thinking is a vital skill set in today's CIOs, the approach she uses when having difficult conversations, and the responsibility women leaders have to help others advance in the field. When you talk about skills, that critical thinking, how are you able to know if someone has that, and is that something that you can help them to develop? Yeah, I think that when you're interviewing team members, you mm -hmm. can give them problems or scenarios and really getting a sense of how they would walk through it to address it, I right. think, gives you a sense of their critical thinking skills. But I think, again, with any of these qualities, um, I think it's about feedback and providing feedback in a timely way. And if you see a situation where you think you don't understand how they got to the conclusion, I think sitting down with them, taking the time and having a discussion is extremely helpful. And I know mm -hmm. that people sometimes feel like they don't have time, but I think it's well worth it. You know, just taking a few minutes even and making sure it's timely and not waiting for the performance review. Right. Yeah, that, that's a really good point. I remember somebody saying a couple of years ago, someone who worked, worked as a recruiter saying that when it comes to the performance review, there shouldn't be any surprises. It should be things that have already been discussed in, in an ideal setting. Right. There should never be a surprise at a performance review. Yeah. I think that um, people do not want to, they may shy away from difficult conversations. But I yeah. think that you can have these conversations in such a way that more of a coaching and, yeah. you know, mentoring and, you know, showing that you're invested in this person's success. Right. It's all in the approach. Now, one of the things you had mentioned earlier was, was about being in a competitive environment as far as uh, talent and what are some of the things that your organization either does or is hoping to do to either attract or retain top people? So I think that we're very lucky as an academic medical center that, you know, there's a lot of innovation at Mount Sinai mm -hmm. Health System. So you can be involved in startups. We have our own venture capital fund. You know, and we have a lot of large transformational programs. And now that we have such a dedicated digital consumer team, I think that we've attracted some wonderful talent, quite frankly, with engineering backgrounds and um, product backgrounds, you know, because they believe in the vision, the vision of Mount Sano really being competitive in this consumer engagement space. That has been, it's really been tremendous. Right, and it would help to draw in the kind of people that you want as well who are really interested in innovation and in the potential there. Yeah, and I think from like the application standpoint, people are, I think, excited to join Mount Sinai because there's a clear vision as, you know, where we're going to in terms of our target state. You know, we are... Mm -hmm dedicated to EPIC ultimately being our uh, enterprise applications for clinicals and revenue cycle and 
other applications as part of that portfolio. We're moving forward, you know, with projects such as CRM, which really exciting with Salesforce. And, you know, I think that that, that also attracts people to join Mount Sinai. Yeah. But I, I think it always goes back to the mission and the mission of being an academic medical center, being able to really improve patient care, but also be able to fulfill our other areas such as research and education. I think it's compelling. Yeah. And one of the other areas I did want to get into was being a woman in a leadership role. Is there any advice or just anything that you think can really to try to advance more women into leadership roles in health IT? I know that there's a lot of focus on this right now, which is really nice to see, but any thoughts on that? Yeah, I think that what I have seen, and I'm interested to hear your perspective on this, is we tend to have parity in terms of numbers of women, you know, at the analyst level, Mm -hmm. project managers, and probably up to around associate director level. And it's at the director level and higher is where you see the numbers start tapering off. And I think Mm -hmm. that, you know, from my standpoint, women who are in leadership positions really need to sponsor other women's advancement. And that means not only taking the time to mentor them, but really look at high potential female leaders and be able to sponsor them into mm-hmm. higher level positions within the organization, whether it's within the technology vertical or other verticals within the healthcare system. I also yeah. think it comes down to recruitment. And, you know, I think that if you have a requirement that there has to be a female candidate for every senior leadership role, that's what I would like to see in the future because I think that it changes the conversation when you have, you know, a female come in as part of the recruitment process. Because I know a lot of technology roles, sometimes you're only getting male resumes. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. And, And when women do come in, I think that that coaching is so critical and sometimes it's just a little bit of guidance on on having certain conversations and I do think that that can play a really big role in in helping women to really make sure that they're representing themselves as well as they can and and going after these positions and kind of having that confidence. Yeah, I, I know it's said all the time, but women tend to focus on do they meet 100% of a job specification Mm -hmm. uh, before they apply and think that women are sometimes their own toughest critic. And so I would just encourage the women to really look at their career, start working on it as, as a project and really, you know, look at where you want to be and have the confidence to move forward Because I think that, you know, again, we get so focused on the day-to-day and sometimes we think that our work will speak for itself. And I think that there are other dynamics that are at play 
and we need to be cognizant of that. So making sure that we're networking internally as well as externally is extremely important. Yeah, definitely. And finally, um, when did you actually move to the United States? How long have you been in this country? Uh, 18 years now. Okay. Yes. So obviously it's been a while. And was there a particular opportunity that you were seeking or um, what was it that that made you want to move? You know, I got recruited actually by Capgemini Ernst & Young and, you know, I was very, very lucky, you know, when they asked where I wanted to move. And of course I said, New York, New York. So it was great that I got placed here and ultimately was able to stay working at Mount Sinai Health System. Mm. You enjoy it, obviously. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's a very unique place. It's an amazing place. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I think that that about covers what I wanted to talk about. Um, if I have anything else, I'll follow up. But I want to thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. It's, it's been really interesting to hear your perspective. Oh, no worries. Thank you, Kate. Uh, I really do appreciate it. All right. Well, thank you so much, and uh, I'll be in touch. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.